This is the Rise of the Young Podcast, bringing you insights from the most innovative entrepreneurs and influencers of this era. Hosted by 17-year-old entrepreneur, author, public speaker, and branding expert, Casey Adams. Now, let's get right into the show. What's going on, everyone? Casey Adams here. Welcome to the Rise of the Young Podcast. Today on episode 29, I actually get interviewed by my good buddies Christopher Frederick and Adam Wenig. And pretty much they interviewed me regarding Instagram growth. They interviewed me talking about networking opportunities on Instagram. And overall, it was a super, super, super cool interview. So that being said, make sure you stay tuned. It's going to be very, very cool. And let me know what you think and make sure to check out Adam and Chris in the description below. So that being said, see you on the other side. Chris Frederick, and we're here with a special guest, Casey Adams, uh, who's actually 17 years old. He um, is killing it, doing a lot of really cool stuff, growing a pretty massive following, looks like over 155,000 followers, which is cool. So Casey, thanks for being here with us. I'm excited to chat here. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So um, talk to us a little bit about um, your backstory. Like, I mean, man, you're in high school. <laughs> I was just asking for cutting class, how we got this going. Yeah, for sure, um, man. But how did you how did you get into entrepreneurship? Um, like, what were you doing previously? Yeah, for sure, man. So it's actually it's a funny story. So when I was fifteen, sophomore in high school, like I've always been an athlete my entire life, and that's always been like my thing. Played football, lacrosse, hockey. Played hockey for like nine years. But um, kind of the big pivoting point for me in my life, especially when I was in high school, was I suffered a severe neck injury. So pretty much I was sophomore in high school, 15 years old, and after like the entire summer of training, like getting ready for the season, the first day of hitting practice, my my football helmet wasn't on right. Long story short, I ended up getting diagnosed with interspinous ligament damage, which I, I was in a neck brace for like 20 weeks, and that was like the moment of my life where I was depressed, I was unhappy, I didn't know what I wanted to do, and at that time, like I come from a small town in Richmond, Virginia, and like there's not much stuff going on. Not many people are just motivated in a sense to do stuff in a sense, you know? So uh, long story short, I was in this neck brace for 20 weeks. I ended up finding just mentors online because during that time, it's like you can't get out and move at all. Like, I was stuck in the house for, like 20 weeks straight in my neck brace the entire summer pretty much. And it was during that time that like I, I learned about just self-education in general, started following people like Ty Lopez, Gary Vaynerchuk, Gerard Adams, and all these other guys that were just big influencers of like the people, not just for them, but like to provide an impact, right? So then I started reading books and then I started like just overall building my brand in a sense when it comes to just entrepreneurship in general. Then I started like a t-shirt brand, which is like my very, very first thing I ever did, which was just, I was selling t-shirts at school, selling wristbands. And then like one thing led to the other, but that was like my core background story of like how I got started into what I'm doing, but then it kind of like one thing led to the next and we'll get more into that as well. Cool, what was the epiphany that you had that made you think that, hey, I need to build my personal brand because you've done a great job doing that. How did you come to that? Yeah, so I mean, for me, I feel like it really just comes down like, for, like whenever I started like learning more about just social media in general, I always knew that it's very valuable to have a personal brand just from like the get go of like, 
not only does it provide you just recognition for you, but you can also impact people. So I, I looked at it from the get-go of like, how can I build my brand to not only benefit me in a sense to network better or whatever it may be, but then to also provide value to people or tell my story or help that one dude who's across the world that may not be in the best situation, you know? So I've always looked at it from like an impact standpoint, but I would say to answer the question directly of like, why did I do it and what was the pivoting point? It was always just, I always saw personal branding as something I'm interested in and then obviously from like follow Gary Vee and seeing what other influencers online were doing, I always just knew that it was a route I wanted to take so then I just started pursuing it. But I feel like from the get-go, it wasn't like I had this master plan. I just started putting out stuff and doing things that I thought were right in the moment, you know? And so talking to, um, I mean, I know your Instagram page is huge and I, I'm sure some of your other social medias as well. Um, what was the aha was it with Instagram? Was that just that, hey, I was on Instagram all the time anyways, and that's the, you know, the platform that I was consuming yeah. content or like, why did you decide to, to get into Instagram? Yeah, so I, I would say for Instagram especially, I mean, that's just always for me, like, it's been the most like from like a young Gen Z standpoint of just interaction, whether it be with people and then all of like, not mainstream people, but mainstream people in a sense were always on it, you know, like from the get go, it's always been that main platform. But the, I would say the biggest thing for me when I started like really growing my Instagram is just like when I started to have more opportunities networking and I got invited to this one event last January 2017 in San Diego and I met all these people that were like big influencers online like Gerard Adams was there, my buddy Caleb Maddox and all these cool guys in the industry. So when I started doing that, I kind of started to like think long term about branding in a sense and that's really what I like to focus on is building a personal brand. And I actually have a social media agency now that we help people build their personal brands, grow their social medias in a sense. But I would say from the get go, Instagram's just been always like that platform that it's just unique in a sense from regarding from Facebook or YouTube. It's just that one platform. I look at it as like a social business card in a sense. Yeah. Now, I know you and Chris have built like huge, huge followings. Um, I don't know, Chris, you're, I keep seeing your accounts growing like crazy all the time. We get look at it. Um, but how did you, when you first got started on Instagram, like what, how did you start like picking up traction? Like what were you yeah. So I, I would say the biggest thing for me was just two words, collaboration and consistency, meaning just, so a huge turning point for me was just like, when it comes to gaining credibility in a sense. So one of my mentors, Ty Lopez, he ended up flying me out to LA last February from just, uh, I got in touch with him via DMs and I just, I ended up getting in contact with him at the right time at the, for the right purpose in a sense. And then he ended up flying me out. I was in a bunch of his online courses and stuff regarding just talking about branding in general. And at that time I probably had like 20, 25, maybe 30,000 followers. And then he would like plug me on his Instagram in a sense. And that drew me a lot when it comes to like collaboration with people. And then from there, I was able to just build a lot of networking opportunities from his house, people that were there. One of my mentors now, Jaden Gross, who's like one of his top students in a sense, he's helped me grow a network. But I would just say a lot of just collaboration, whether that be taking over people's Instagram stories, taking pictures with people and them tagging you, you tagging them. So it's just, you create this kind of, foundation of just people that are driving traffic in different ways from the collaboration you do with people. So I would say that's been a huge thing for me for sure. And what about the initial stage? I mean, cause some of the people that may be watching this later, they don't have 25,000. Yeah, yeah. So like at the very beginning, how did you get to that initial? Company? Yeah. So I, I would say like even before I kind of started branding myself as like when I got into entrepreneurship, even before that, when I was on Instagram, I've always kind of wanted to build an audience in a sense. So I would say my first initial like zero to 5,000 followers in a sense came from like in the old days when I was just 
13 just trying to grow an audience from either commenting in people's pictures or doing shout out for shout outs like way back in the day when it was kind of first evolving in a sense but i would say just even back then like collaboration with people whether that be posting a picture of someone's page or like this is way in the in the, when i first started but just posting a picture of their page they're them doing it to you and just doing shout outs for shout out with people but now it's like i feel like people can really get on top of it and do it strategically now when it comes to taking over an Instagram story so that you actually get to feel who the person is in a sense. So I would say from the get-go, just always collaboration and then always just being engaged with people, commenting on people's pictures, actually being genuine, not just commenting one word in a sense, but just being genuine, saying that you appreciate their content. And then always when it comes to the consistency of things, just definitely do your digging, see what other strategies are out there because there's always different strategies changing and flipping. So just being on top of the game and following trends in a sense. So basically, yeah. you, found, you found that basically if you give love to somebody else on social media, they tend to give it back to you with either a follow, a comment, a like on a couple of pictures, right? Kind of Definitely. 100%, 100%. Because it's always like, and this is from Gerard Adams at an event, like your personal brand isn't necessarily for you. Like you don't want to wake up in the morning and look at your page and be like, hey, I look good today. But you're doing it for people. So at the end of the day, social media is a people place. And if you engage with people, therefore you're way more likely to get engaged back with or followed with from people because it's just a community that if you interact with it, it'll interact back with you. Interesting. Awesome. What about, because um, we've been interviewing a bunch of guys that have these big, big accounts, and nobody's really talked about this Instagram story takeover thing. You're the first that's ever mentioned that yeah. I heard of. Um, t tell us a little bit about that. Like, how do you just, you know, how do you... Um, how does that work? Yeah, so I mean, I used to do this a lot when I first kind of grown my audience. I haven't done it recently, but it's, I have a bunch planned out moving forward into the year. But pretty much like my buddy Caleb Maddox, for example, he's a, he has a big influence online. So a lot of people, when it comes to like story takeovers, like giving someone your access to the account is not the way to go. Pretty much on like, let's say for Instagram, you can record a, a story on your phone, but instead of posting it to your story, just save it. So it's like in your camera roll. And then let's say you do three or four stories, then you send it to somebody, but you do it in a way where it's like, if I wanted to post an Instagram, story on Caleb's platform and we were going to do a collaboration it's pretty much I would do to his audience like hey what up Caleb Maddox fans or whatever it may be like talking to their audience like saving the videos and then you sending over to him and then same vice versa on his end and then pretty much you're just driving traffic both ways but it's more of like a, a personal connection you're talking to that person's audience from them viewing the story you know cool cool now have you have you ever done that to sell stuff or pretty much all just promotion for your uh, like personal brand your page. Yes, I would say I did it a few times when it comes to because I have a book out called Rise of the Young and I have a few people that I've interviewed in there like such as Caleb. Where, where can people get the book? Amazon. It's, it, it's bit.ly slash Rise of the Young. Cool. Or on Amazon you can just type in Rise of the Young and it'll be there. Right on. But yeah, I would say like when it comes to me um, and like having that little effect of collaboration and since when I had my book come out I was always doing whether that be like people were doing a few things on their story same thing and my that, like i was sending them videos to put on so just for people in general to sell stuff in a sense i would say yeah i've definitely used it to definitely monetize my book for sure that's what's up man have you um i was just thinking that this would be a cool idea have you done like because you can do obviously live stories right yeah have you done this yet where you'll just go live for like 20 minutes, 30 minutes or whatever? Or? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I actually, yesterday, because I've been, I've been testing this a lot recently, is I'll go live and then people will come in and then a lot of people would want to join, ask me questions. So then yesterday I was bringing in like four different people, bringing them in, answer a few questions, bringing the other person in, answer a few questions. And I feel like as me personally, that's something that I'm gonna start doing a lot more because it just like engages your audience. And if you let people know that you do that, people would be way more likely to start joining your live stream if they feel like they have value being added in return of them hopping on with you in a sense, you know?
Yeah, 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 totally. Um, as far as like coming up with content, like how do you come up with your content? Is it just like random off your head? Yes. Yeah, like, so, cool so, <laughs> so I, whenever I like when it comes to me speaking on stage about personal branding, I always try to look at a personal brand. I like to go by like I call it the three pillars, and pretty much what I mean by three pillars is like I identify like three ways that. I want people to know me as, and that's really short and sweet. So when it comes to my brand, for example, I go by like, I'm a young entrepreneur, so that's like a pinpoint, a pillar of mine. And then I post traveling pictures as well as pictures of me networking or just doing my thing, whether it be I'm out and about or off guards or whatever it may be. But I look I look at Instagram for me, and because I don't post a lot of videos or me talking about entrepreneurship, that's kind of what I do on my podcast now. But um, regarding like my Instagram page in general, I like to post a lot of job, a lot, just a lot of just like cool pictures that just catch people's eye in a sense. Because I always look at marketing in a sense that you have to overall drive attention. So if I can drive attention through my page, whether that be the places I'm at or the places I'm traveling or even the people that I'm meeting in a sense for networking opportunities. But I always like try to tell people whenever people are first getting started is like identify three reasons or three ways that you'd want to be identified. So that like for example, when you think about Ty Lopez, he's always like Lamborghini chicks or mansion or whatever here in my garage like he has instantly when you hear the name or when you see this page or whatever maybe yeah. you just identify him over categories so if you look at it from like a marketing standpoint I always tell people like just definitely try to identify yourself and then put out content based around those three pillars in a consistent way interesting that's awesome Casey I want to ask you this how have you monetized your following specifically for you know your book or the t-shirts that you were selling and because you're 17 years old there's going to be a lot of people that are watching this that are around you know the, the yep. millennial age demographic and are like wow like casey's 17 yep. you know like how is he able to monetize social media for not just your demographic but how are you targeting other demographics like you know adam and our demographic and yep. people like age of 30 etc how are you relating to every demographic being at the young starting point that you're at yeah so yeah i, I would say there's there's a, there's a multiple different ways so i mean from the forefront when it comes to just like for other, whether it be a product of mine whether it be my book or some other t-shirts that i used to sell but then recently over the last like six seven months my team and i we've been doing a lot of just um events in different cities so like we had one in los angeles san diego chicago new york vegas and those were just like mastermind events that we were holding regarding we i spoke about social media branding and then some people on our team are crushing it in e-commerce. Some people are crushing it in real estate. So just different industries coming together as like a millennial Gen Z group that have audiences on Instagram. We would then coll collaborate, like I always say, and come together and then pick a location that we want to do it, pick a city we want to do it. And then we would be, just be selling tickets, whether it be a 50 person event or like some of our events have been like 200, 250 people. So when it comes to monetization in a standpoint, I always look at it like, of course, the value that you provide back. So I think from these events, a lot of people, because for me, going to my first event was huge the networking opportunities that you can come from it in a sense so I would say when it comes to the monetization standpoint having those events have been very successful from the different cities it's allowed me to travel of course and traveling therefore grows my brand I'm able to collect content and storytelling in a sense so having those events have definitely been a huge thing and then when it comes to the products my book as well as just some little things whether it be affiliate products or stuff like that and you've been able to do that all just through Instagram like you went to your first event because of Instagram so that's why I mean if you want to talk about this real quick you know if I ask the question you know why is Instagram such a yep. huge opportunity 
for not just you, but anybody watching this right now, why has it been that huge opportunity? I mean, you just said you did all this just through Instagram yeah. and went to your first event because of being yep. on Instagram. So kind of elaborate on that real quick. Yeah, so, I mean, I, that's, that's, that's kind of a cool standpoint I think that you brought up. And I think that when it comes to just Instagram, like if you ask any person or someone that's building a brand, I feel like Instagram is definitely the hub or like, it's a database of content that it's like it will always be there. It's like the longevity effect of Instagram. So I would say when it comes to like why we did it or why I did it on Instagram and why I believe Instagram is powerful in a sense is just it's just unique as a platform because whether you have the pictures, the videos, the stories, and then overall like the bio and the profile is just like I said earlier about like the business card. You just get to identify people for who they are, what they do, as well as they brand themselves correctly. But I think from Instagram, I mean, I've been able to build my audience on there, and then like I said earlier regarding me having my first event or going to my first event in San Diego that was like my driving force I got to figure out information about it they had a the link in their bio it's, a, it's just like a database of a platform that you can always figure out more things that are happening especially if you're actually looking for them because I mean if you're just on Instagram scrolling at Worldstar and different platforms or pages you're never gonna get new opportunities because you got to be looking for them you know so I, I would say definitely just Instagram has been huge for me and it's always just been like my day one in a sense that I've just been going to awesome Cool, man. So there's a, there's obviously like a lot of different things that people talk about Instagram and I wanted to hear your take on it. People talk about like the importance of like hashtags, for example, like it, how important is this or is it, is it mainly, you know, collaboration and, and getting shouted out? Yeah. I mean, I would say, cause I, I do, you ha- I do use hashtags in a multi, like pretty much every single one of my pictures in a sense. And I would say when it comes to like ranking in the hashtags, I mean, there's different strategies that I've used that have helped when it comes to my engagement in a sense. But then there's also, there's always different algorithms changing. Some people say this, some people say that. So you never legitly know from like the Instagram God or whatever it may be himself. But when it comes to just an overall engagement and testing in a sense, I would say hashtags when it comes to me ranking them. Cause I have, I have this funny story where this girl that was actually, she lives locally and she didn't know about my page and she ended up seeing my page on like the popular page from like a hashtag I used. And then we ended up getting contact with each other. And then that was kind of the girl that we hosted this event in Vegas. So I, I would say when it comes to just opportunity, if you can rank in hashtags from getting like, your content out there and actually using particular words or phrases that relate to the image itself or the video itself. I mean, that's kind of a story that I believe in hashtags because like someone has discovered me in a sense from that because they were either looking at it or whatever it may be. So I would say, I mean, for me, I definitely suggest it because like I said, like I have multiple stories like that of people finding me through the hashtag, whether that be Los Angeles or hashtag Richmond, Virginia or hashtag young entrepreneurship or just anything that relates to who you are, not just like the generic like big hashtags that have hundreds and millions, but just kind of like if you go niche specific and you kind of like think about the hashtags that you're using from like a, all right, how can I very, very niche target what I, what people I want to come to my page and then just do a lot of analysis and then start testing overall. Interesting. Chris, do you have any other questions? Cause I have, I have one last question. Cause Casey, I know you got to get run here in a second. Chris, you have any last questions? I do Casey. So to kind of like wrap this up before Adam has his question for you here, what do you think is the number one takeaway that you've been able to consume from Instagram and kind of get back? You know, I know you've talked about providing the value of being a great data, you know, base to, you know, see somebody kind of like a business card and figure out who they are. Yep. But what's the number one thing that Instagram has been able to give you at the age of 17 with the opportunity, I mean, traveling, you know, yeah. making income, you know, kind of talk about that real quick and sum that up. Of- For sure. 
I mean, I, I would say from like a, if I had to say it very straightforward, it's just networking opportunities. Simple as that. Because when it comes to like, because for me, I, I always tell people all the time, whether that be I'm getting interviewed or I'm interviewing people, it's like, I come from a small place in Virginia that there's no entrepreneur, like, tendencies or people that I'm surrounding myself with in a sense but when it comes to like the opportunities that I've been able to get whether that be going getting invited to speak at my first event in San Diego that I had to pay for I wasn't like I wasn't able to then go out there for like it wasn't paid or anything like that but when it comes to like the biggest thing for Instagram when it comes to like how it's been added value to me like I have a funny story with like how I got in touch with um Ty Lopez it was like just from a direct message but it wasn't like the first message it was like the consistency of messaging for a distinctive purpose that has helped me a lot along the way like for example I'm going out to um, New York City this Friday and I have a meeting with Gary V but that just happened from a direct message and I know like from my outlook of like where I want what I want to do with my network the value I want to add to people I would just say like there's so much gold inside of Instagram if you're digging for it and if you're very selective like of how you do things because like I said earlier if you're just on the platform if you're just scrolling 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 nothing's gonna pop out at you and you're not gonna get like a magic genie's gonna come out of nowhere you know you have to do the work and actually be consistent with direct messaging people with getting in contact with people with trying to build your following but I would say the networking opportunities that have came from it is like the number one most valuable thing that I've taken away and then just kind of like a quick my insights of what I think about networking on Instagram is that I look at Instagram as a platform that I build relationships on to then build real relationships in real life because you only get so far with someone on Instagram that you're connecting with them on the phone with them but like for example me and you met from Instagram Chris we met up in Florida now it's like that building a personal connection but using the platform as like a pinpoint of leverage to get to that initial standpoint is like my oh that's always what I try to focus on is just like bringing relationships from Instagram to then real life to actually build stuff with people super cool man okay last question because I know you gotta get going oh you're good uh, last question um, let's say that your Instagram account were to get deleted tomorrow what do you do? What, what are your next steps? Oh, yeah, I actually I, I thought about this before for sure, and I would say that like for me, it's always I would I wouldn't I wouldn't try to stress about it because I know like it's a platform itself. Like there's you still have the I still have my relationships, and that's kind of like where I see Instagram is that like building relationships from like a real life standpoint. So I already know that like let's say I was to throw my phone in the water and I have just or like I just have nothing in a sense of Instagram platforms or social media, right? I just know that like when it comes to like direct outreach of people, that if I was to start up again, I have people that have audiences that know me for me, not just know me for my Instagram page in a sense, that would then help me whether it be like, it all comes down to like the collaboration again, you know? And especially when it comes to like investing into Instagram growth, whether that be shout outs or whatever it may be, definitely just doing some investing like I have before on my page of just whether it be shout outs or getting in contact with the right people or going to events or just, whether it be a course or whatever it may be from Instagram growth in general, but I would definitely just start, I have so much content or if I had to restart everything, I would definitely just start traveling like I have been before and like collecting content, getting in contact with my connections, getting them to shout me out, doing live streams, letting people know that, oh yeah, this is my new account from like a, my my network standpoint of like people letting people know in a sense, you know? Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Hey, man, thanks so much for doing this. Uh, I know you got to get running here, but that was super cool. Absolutely. Uh, and I know a lot of people are going to enjoy watching this replay. So thanks again, man. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. I actually, I recorded this as well. So I, I, could I put this on my podcast? Is that cool? Absolutely. For man. sure, for sure. Dude, I, I appreciate it, Adam. Thank you so much, Chris. And we definitely, definitely want to continue this relationship, build it long term. I know that me and Chris have met up, but we haven't had a chance to meet up in person yet, Adam. So let's for sure, we'll make it happen this year. <laughs> yeah man, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just pause my recording here.
and uh, do that. But yeah, man, you're you're freaking super cool, man. I appreciate that. Let me know um, if there's anything that I can do to help you ever. For um, sure. I kind of my specialty is I'm I work with Russell Brunson, his inner circle group, and so I'm kind of in that world where I'm more in tune with the funnels and stuff like yep. that. So if I could ever build a funnel for you or something to help yep. you, let me know. And then, um, uh, yeah, uh, your book link, bit.ly slash. Rise of the Young. Rise of the Young. Yep. Cool, man. For sure. And then, and then also, um, oh, wait, go ahead, Chris. Where's my book? Dude, I got, I have two right here. That's <laughs> it. I got to get a new shipment, bro. I got you. <laughs> Dude, I don't like that, man. I thought, I thought last year I was gonna read the book. Okay, I'll, I'll buy you one on Amazon, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. All right, Casey. Cool. Nice, uh, nice meeting you here. For and, sure. Um, yeah, if you're ever in South Florida, we'll have to connect on Instagram and. Definitely. And For sure. Yeah, because I've all, I've only been to Florida once. That was when I met Chris, and then I, pl- I, I plan on going to Miami sometime this year because like that's like the only place like city that I haven't been to when it comes to like oh, major you cities. Gotta come, man. I know for sure, man. Come, come during the winter though, while you're freezing your ass. Uh, <laughs> for sure, for sure, definitely. Yeah, uh, whenever I'm heading down there, I'll for sure let you know. Cool, man. Cool. I, I appreciate it so much. Okay, right on. I'll talk right. to you later, man. Cool, man. All have right, a good guys. one. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Casey Adams here again. Thanks so much for tuning in for my interview with Christopher Frederick and Adam Wenig. Make sure to subscribe to the Rise of the Young podcast. Make sure you drop a review, drop a rating. We just got ranked number 17 in top business podcasts in the world. So I'd very much appreciate it if you could subscribe. Help us keep growing. We just hit 17,000 downloads. We're trying to hit 1 million downloads in 2018 alone. And every download is very, very helpful. So then again, thank you so much for tuning in to the Rise of the Young podcast. Make sure to share it with a friend. Make sure to stay tuned for the next episode and I will see you on the next show. Peace.